Hey guys, this is Jay and Aaron and Richard and we're the VCR kids. We watch movies from our childhood and see if they still hold up. And this week we are uh, not necessarily watching a kid's movie. I wouldn't say. <laughs> nope. Uh, we're going back to the the bucket of Jim Carrey uh, theatrical releases and we're watching The Mask. Hey, this is great. We survived Y2K. I can't wait for the pop culture headed my way. Whoa, you might be thinking, this isn't the trash content I usually listen to this podcast for. Well, it's April 1st, and that's right, you've been punked. And this time, Ashton Kutcher isn't around to catch your reaction, but I'm sure you're feeling very silly right now. We're doing a special little switcheroo with the VCR kids. A lot of people ask when we're going to review 90s movies, and the answer is that we're not going to, because this is the 2000s podcast. But the VCR kids are here to review a 90s classic, The Mask. We hope you enjoy. If you're having fun with the VCR kids, which I'm sure you are, you can find them on social media at the VCR kids and on their website, thevcrkids.com. Have a great rest of your April, and uh, we'll see you next week. Guess what you're gonna hate with Janine and Kate. Now, Aaron, you had very strong opinions of watching this versus another Jim Carrey movie. I Would just, you like to explain why? I just didn't want to watch Ace Ventura because he's like going hard 100% of the time. But in this movie, he goes hard, but it's only for like a quarter of the movie when he's being the mask. Now, when you say going hard, what do you mean? Just annoying as hell. <laughs> Like impressions and voices and like when he wiggles his jaw. Oh, that that's the best part of Jim Carrey, right? Isn't that like, I have why TMJ he's famous? and that's like my nightmare. Well, I don't mean the jaw specifically, but I mean all of the quote unquote over the top stuff. Somebody stop me. That's him. <laughs> Richard, what were what are your thoughts on the mask? Well, um, I really liked Jim Carrey. Uh, I was, you know, some families are like Saturday Night Live people, Mad TV. We watched a lot of uh, In Living Color okay. um, growing up. Mm-hmm. So I was very familiar with his like Fire Marshal Dan and some other characters he did. So I loved Jim Carrey. Um, now we just watched the trailer. Oh boy. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to. I'm not, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to react the same way that I did as a child. Yeah. See, the things that I picked up from the trailer that surprised me were like, well, number one, how unbelievably 90s everyone's outfits and haircuts and like everything is like it's there's no way this could be set in any other time period. <laughs> um, but number two, it seemed very like dark. It, it seemed almost like a Tim Burton vibe to it. It's PG-13. Yeah, like the the color schemes and like the shots and everything felt like one of the early Batman movies to I, me. I actually got a uh, what is that? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Mm-hmm. Kind of a yeah. vibe with all the just. How would you even describe? We that? should do that movie. 
Yeah. The like bulging eyes and and the cartoon tongue and everything. I Mm -hmm. think it is like a noir feeling movie. It's a noir movie, but they just added this ridiculous thing that is Jim Carrey's mask. Mm -hmm. This was based off of a comic book, wasn't it? I think, or maybe they made a comic book about it. I just remember it being like a huge thing. And there was like a TV show, like a cartoon of the mask. Um, I think it was a hit. Yeah, no, it definitely was. So I got some information here. It's uh, it was a comic, um, and you're talking about the movie was a hit. Mm-hmm. It made well, it was made for twenty three million the budget. It made three hundred and fifty one million dollars. Whoa! I'd say they made their money movie. back. Yeah. <laughs> Holy hell! Yeah, but then they made there was like a cartoon of it, and there was like all these. I remember merchandise and toys. Yeah. And like the terrible sequels that Jim Carrey wasn't in. And like, <laughs> mm. but yeah, it was, it was, it was a vi- big like cultural thing. But legitimately, I have not watched this since I was a child. I haven't either. I don't know. No. We in the trailer saw the part where he gets the mask out of the river. Mm-hmm. He, first off, gross. Like, don't pull anything out of a river. <laughs> Don't (laughs) like it's probably been on a dead body. Just don't touch it. But um, I think there might have been some information that's revealed like the mask came from Africa or something. And I feel like that's like the most egregious part of this movie is that it's like supposed to be like African voodoo. Why are you making this thing up? That is I think it's like a forward. Why don't you or it's wait like, until we see if it comes from Africa? Because that's what I remember in my brain. And claims I'm, and call this movie like racist and stuff. I, I'm saying that's what I think happened, and if it's true, that's not great. I think I had a similar thing about the Little Rascals, where I thought yeah. the portrayal was awful, but it was actually Eddie Murphy. Yeah. From Saturday Night Live. Mm, yeah. So it might be a similar situation. Hopefully, but I don't think I'm wrong. Um, I noticed in the trailer, Peter Green is the villain. Yeah. And he's also the guy that was in Pulp Fiction. He was the pawn shop owner yeah. who had the gimp and everything. I don't Ew. know if you remember that. Yeah. I was Ew. trying to remember what I... Because I remember him most from this movie. And I was trying to remember like what else... Because I know I've seen him in other things right. around the same time period. The gimp. The gimp, the gimp man. Um, I don't remember anything about the plot of this movie at all. But the fact that you said that it's a noir kind of make remind like, like I definitely remember there's stuff about like Cameron Diaz definitely being that like femme fatale character and like. I think the thing I'm trying to remember. I think there's some. Jim he works Carrey, at like a bank or something, right? Yeah, I think Jim Carrey's character like kind of likes her like spies her likes her and the mask just goes hard and she's dating like a mob boss or something or she's involved with the mafia organized crime and so like the mask just comes in there and disrupts it and they try and get him Mm -hmm. um and i think he it just like causes him problems and it's like how does he solve that Mm -hmm. i think that's the plot have we had a discussion about Cameron Diaz before? A little yeah. bit on in Shrek. Okay. But um, something that I've learned since we released the Shrek episode is she is now officially like retired from acting and hasn't done anything in like 
almost 10 years. Wow. This so that's her, why we haven't seen her really. This is her first big role. Mm-hmm. This is this like, was, they like had the, have the introducing Cameron Diaz. I remember that. Yeah. Um, she's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is an Academy award nominated film for best picture. No. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> For like what special effects or yeah, okay. best visual effects? It lost to uh, Forrest Gump. I, I mean, it makes sense that this was nominated for that. It doesn't make sense that it lost to Forrest Gump. Yeah. What did Forrest Gump beat it with that feather? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's it. Pretty funny. I think it was when he was shaking hands with like all the presidents. Yeah. And, they like, how they put that. him in all the different famous. Here's clips. here's a hot take. Okay. Forrest Gump is a bad movie. <laughs> Oh, I don't um, like it at all. Hello. I've, that's one that I have watched again as an adult. I've yeah. been like, this is nothing but just like nostalgia for boomers. Like it's. <laughs> I think yeah. Suicide Squad won an Oscar for like sound mixing or costumes or effects or something. And someone on Twitter was like, I will now only refer to this movie as the Academy Award winning film Suicide Squad. <laughs> This is so bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't remember much. I think, I think the majority of this movie is just Jim Carrey's vehicle to be. What did Over you call top. it again? Uh, extra. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good part of this movie. You yeah. do too much, Jim Carrey. We were we were texting about this beforehand and about which movie we were going to do, and Aaron was like, "I don't want to do." Ace Ventura, because Jim Carrey's too extra. I want to do the mask. <laughs> and we just watched the trailer. His eyes are just bulging out of his head. But he's... Okay, so the mask is so extra, but he only is it. For the most of the movie. <laughs> no, he's not. He's only the mask, like, very... A, a couple times, like, three or four times, and it's not long. We'll see. So that's yeah. why I was like, let's go with this, because... Well, less what's interesting is like he does more. he does play like a straight man in the movie yeah it's the mask that yeah. does it to him like his his the what is the guy's name which guy the non-mask jim carrey no, I, no one we don't know we haven't seen the movie Aaron. regular face regular face <laughs> he's like a pitiful wimp I, I'm, I'm sorry, Aaron. I don't remember his name in the movie. Captain Regular Face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Stanley. Okay. Stanley. Stanley Yonets. Regular Face. Um. <laughs> yeah, he's boring in a pushover. Yeah. So this movie came out in 1994. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember. We did a uh, cable guy that was like 96, right? Am I, or was that earlier? Was that 93? It can't be 93 because Jim Carrey was already kind of a thing. Yeah. So, but this was like one of his first big movies also. No, he made like 10 movies in like a four year period. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, he he. This came out in '94. He did Dumb and Dumber, Batman Forever, Ace Ventura, Cable Guy, and Liar Liar, all in like three years. Yeah. So that's just how you get famous. You like, was he on SNL? No, he was on In Living Color. Oh, okay. So you do a sitcom, then when you it's get not a sitcom, whatever it is, it's a sketch show. Okay, you do just that. like SNL, and then you get booked and take every single. 
job. All of the jobs. Just be like, bam, 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 bam. Now I'm Hollywood. All right. And uh, that's a great trailer for Aaron's new podcast, How to Become Famous with Aaron. <laughs> I, I do take it back. Step one, train your cat. I, I do take it back. The first Ace Ventura came out before this movie. I think that was his break breakout. Yeah. Was the, the first one. Everyone was like, we love that and we only want you to do that. He was oh, Dumb and Dumber was one of his early ones too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are all movies that we're probably going to watch at some point for this podcast. Yeah. Um, but today we're watching The Mask. So uh, let's get to it, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. It is Jay. Did I mention that we have merch? Oh, my God, you guys. I am so excited about these t-shirts. I can't even. I just I ordered mine. I, yeah, I have to order my own. I don't get them for free. That's just the life of a podcast hustler, you know, but I did order my own uh, and I cannot wait for them to come in. I am so excited. You can get the link on our website, thevcrkids.com. There is a button for merch and that will take you right to our TeePublic store. If you're not familiar with TeePublic, they have stuff for all of your needs. You can get our design on a coffee mug. You can get it on uh, T-shirts, hoodies, baseball shirts. Uh, you can get it on crew neck sweatshirts. You can get it on a print to put on your wall. You can get it on a tote bag. Whatever you're looking for, you can find a VCR Kids print there. I am so excited to get these out in the world. Um, we're getting some shipments coming in, getting some feedback on Twitter from them. Uh, very excited for those shirts. I can't even believe it that we have merch. This is this is so exciting. I know I pushed this a lot last week, but this is uh really exciting for us to be taking this step uh and feeling like professional podcasters so in order to keep our dream and our our fantasy alive please check out the vcrkids.com hit that merch button and that will take you right to our t public store let's get back to the mask all right guys we're about halfway through the mask um there's a there's a lot of weird stuff going on I don't know. It is so, so in the 90s. All these big suits with pleats and all these haircuts. and The opening shot is so random. It's a scuba diver that's scuba diving in the bay of a city and he finds a chest. And then all of a sudden a boat drops some pipes and they hit him and he dies. And they also knock the chest over and the mask floats out. So it's like, what? Why is any of this happening? Why Why does anything? Why did Jumanji happen? Same thing. They kind of explained it more like a kid found the chest and buried it because clearly he'd played it and like it ruined I didn't. I didn't really mean why did Jumanji happen. I was, it was figure of speech. It was just like random. Like it was kind of trying to do a Jumanji in the beginning, but it was so random and weird. Now, Aaron, was this an African mask? Did we get to the bottom okay. of that? <laughs> <laughs> I swear I thought maybe I was I don't know what I thought. Maybe I was confusing it with Jumanji cuz Jumanji says like from the heart of Africa and then this opens in a very similar way. Maybe I I don't know. That must have been it. Mm. Um, I don't, I, I gotta say so far, I'm like, I don't know if I could say that I'm hooked to this movie. Like, I feel like, like the stuff 
with the mask is pretty funny and like Jim Carrey's pretty funny, but it just doesn't seem like the plot of the movie is anything like, like, why do, why? I, like, I don't care that much. It's like, all wishy-washy why anything is happening. Yeah. But it's not as bad as I thought it could potentially be. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's still kind of watchable. Um, when Jim Carrey is the banker and his friend in particular, I think that was a, it was a stand-up comedian, Richard, something or another. Um, like, that's fine to watch, mm-hmm. their yeah. interaction. I guess I just don't care about the story of, like, the nice guy who can't get girls anymore. Right. Because, like, so many things have happened in recent history with nice guys who couldn't get girls. And it turns out they had more. They weren't really all that nice down underneath. (laughs) Right. Yeah, nice guys don't deserve anything. Like, you don't deserve anything just because you're... Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, not just nice guys. Like, anyone. Yeah. (laughs) But nice guys have this complex of, like, well, I'm so nice, so I deserve it. It's like, you don't deserve anything ever. Well, the thing is, like, Cameron Diaz seems to like her lot in life at the moment. Like, she seems to like this gangster guy. Yeah, she likes him. She's, like, doing a ton of stuff for him. She's spying for him. She's like, you're going crazy. And then she just rubbed up to Jim Carrey Stanley again because he, her boyfriend offered 50 grand to whoever could deliver him the mask alive. Mm-hmm. So she rubbed up to like Jim Carrey and was like, tell him to meet me. Like, obviously, she's going to hand him over to her boyfriend. Like, she's just going to say, oh, he's going to meet me. Right. Well, and I think this movie also confuses nice with weak, mm-hmm. which isn't necessarily. That's kind of a weird thing because he's like, they portray him as a nice guy, but he's really just like a pushover. Mm-hmm. And that's not the same. Yeah. So I don't know. It's yeah. So let's see. They he. God, I don't even know where to begin. The scuba diver dies. That's where we start. Uh, Stanley is working at a bank. He uh, is a pushover to like everyone around him. His boss yells at him. He's like, oh, that's fine. His, Cameron Diaz comes in and like basically wants to open up a bank account and is flirting with them the whole time, but is really recording the bank and like, Scoping it out. His co-worker, he was like going to take her on a date to the concert. And she's like, oh, but my friend wants to go. And he's like, well, you two just go together. Don't include me, even though I bought the tickets. Because I thought we were going to go on a date. And then his landlady's like, you're walking into my apartment house late. And also no cartoons. Just his dog loves him. Yeah, what the hell landlady is like, you came in late. Mm-hmm. Like, like what? What? Alone. She she did have a point with him just dragging in because he was like in all like, the mud and stuff. Right. Yeah, he true. was in like a what? Like what would you call that? A river or something? Oh, Aaron, you had a big issue with that part. Yeah, it was because okay, he like thinks he sees a dead body, but it's cle- okay. It's just think- just a pile of trash, right? Okay, but if you think you see someone floating belly up in the river, do not go touch it it's a dead thing um but it was it could just, be someone unconscious <laughs> you don't know well if they're belly up they're fine <laughs> like, but it wasn't even belly there was not it was, it was obviously a, trash it was obviously trash it wasn't even a question of is it a person or not 
it was obviously garbage and he's like hang on buddy and then he like gets in and like touches all the trash and then he's like oh there's a mask in this trash and he immediately tries to put it on his face because there's like a draw to it there's like um it's like a magical quality floating in trash i would be pinching it in my like two fingers like holding it as far away from me as possible just like nope 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 (laughs) not if it possesses your brain and makes you try and put it on gross we have ben stein in this movie yeah the mask we wear (laughs) also i have a lot of feelings on ben stein i don't really want to get put on record on this podcast (laughs) Yeah. So so his night at the Coco Bongo. Coco Bongo. Yeah. Doesn't go well. Yeah, he gets uh basically thrown out because he misses walking in with all his friends. And then he sees Cameron Diaz again and he's like, Oh hey, you remember me? And then they pull up his car, which he's got a terrible beater car because the mechanic is like hustling him. Yeah, and he's a pushover. And so he he pulls up this terrible beater car and he's like, that's not my car. And the valet's like, no, it is. <laughs> he's like, when I gave it to you, it was a Porsche or something like that. I'm very angry. Yeah, I'm very disappointed. And then he kicks it and it completely falls apart. Yeah. But then, okay, so he finds a mask and he in his apartment later on, puts it on his face. Mm -hmm. And then it's like the mask and he's all cartoony and like weird. And some of it I don't like, but. Well, I got to say like the special effects in it are, are pretty good. I can see why it was nominated for, uh, for special effects. Because they're well done. Like it doesn't like, obviously it looks cartoony, but it doesn't look like bad. There are some things that I didn't like. Like when he was like, I'm a, Look, Ma, I'm roadkill. It was like, <laughs> well, that I was also going to make the point of kind of going back to uh, we mentioned Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and there there are parts and like sequences and scenes from this that I that feel like they're exactly like that movie. Like I know the bad guy gets squished mm-hmm. and like his eyes pop out just like they do in this movie. It's kind of weird how some of that stuff is so similar, right? But yeah, I didn't like that. And then I didn't like when he turned into the wolf <laughs> that was at pretty. the Coco Bongo. Yeah. Yeah. He was like kicking his feet up in the chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going, awooga, awooga. <laughs> so kind of the, the side plot to all of this, of all the Stanley stuff is that the guy who's running the Coco Bongo is, uh, trying to pull a side hustle apart from like the main mob boss. Right. Right. And it's robbing this bank and the mob boss figures out that he's trying to pull these hustles and like threatens him that he has to get out of town. Um, and the, that guy who's pulling the side hustles is dating Cameron Diaz and like giving her the job at the club and all this stuff. And the hustle was to rob the bank that Stanley works at. Well, that's what we know the latest one was. But my impression of the the talk from the mob boss was that he'd been doing a bunch of other stuff before this. But like this time. But then like Stanley as the mask robs it right before his guys were supposed to rob it. Mm -hmm. And then one of them dies because the police show up. And then like 
And they just immediately start shooting at the police. So dumb. Right. Like, the and cops also, are coming. Bang, bang, bang. Also, they're all wearing like black, like stealth gear and they're sneaking up. It's in the middle of the street <laughs> in front of the bank, in the front of the bank, in clearly the middle of a city street. Like what? Yeah. Good choices, friends. Yeah. At least go up the alley. Yeah. And that's the thing that's kind of, I don't know. It's very cartoonish. We've talked it like you can tell it. the The source material is comic book ish yeah. kind of stuff. Um, so so where are we at now in the movie? Um, Jim Carrey as the mask went to the Coco Bongo after he robbed the bank because he had all the money. Well, the police are on to him now because he. His pajamas were at the scene scene of the crime. Because right, they shot it. him in like a piece of the clothes ripped off and it turned back into the pajamas that right. he was wearing when he put the mask on. And then, but they're, they're different pajamas than he was wearing when he woke up the next day. So I don't know what that deal is. The mask but. is very gentle with him. He like changes, washes <laughs> his face, gets into bed. Puts on new pajamas. <laughs> and the thing too, like I think right when we stopped watching is that it's like the real Stanley is starting to to have become more. more of a badass. Right. He like tells his boss off. Yeah. But and then he tells Cameron Diaz that he knows the mask and that mm. so that's kind of where we're at now is like what you were mentioning before, Aaron, that she's kind of setting him up. And then what you were saying, Richard, if he's becoming more confident and like trying to get the girl. Yeah. That's where we just stopped it. But one thing that we haven't mentioned yet is this movie is PG thirteen. Yeah. And he has a cute dog. That's true. That dog has big old balls. Though. I love the dog. I can't like every time the ball the dog turns around, his just like balls are hanging down. He doesn't have balls. He does. Watch the movie. Well, I don't want to look at it now. <laughs> um, Cameron Diaz has been fine in this so far, I think. Yeah. I mean, not great, but they like, made her sing and she can't sing. Yeah. Like they ADR'd her singing. They oh, made no. her do like this crazy dance sequence and she can't dance. It's oh, like no. a they, It was almost it. like they were making a movie. That was so funny watching that because Aaron was just like, well, that just wouldn't happen. Oh, well, my gosh. that happen? So much of this movie, Aaron has been like, that's not realistic. Like, no shit. No, 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 no. Because if he did like a 500 degree, like spin, like 500 flip spin in the air, that's one thing because he's the mask, right? It's fine. Like, he's got magic. Yeah, but you were also but saying that wasn't realistic. Takes a, the normal, whole time also. a normal human person and spins her in the air rapidly over and over and over and over and over again. That normal human person is going to vomit. So you would have preferred that scene, like when she came back down, just start puking. Yeah. Dance floor. Or like while she was spinning, just like <laughs> spraying it all over. Or the maybe you just floor. like toss her and don't have her do these ridiculous spins. <laughs> toss her onto like a trapeze or something. Um, I'm trying to think of like what made this movie PG-13. Because like, I mean. Guns and someone dying from being shot yeah but we didn't see anyone getting shot and uh, like yet well there's a few jokes that were on the fence there Inappropriate. like he pulls out he's doing the balloon thing and he pulls out a condom mm-hmm. that's that's true um yeah. there's been a woody reference mm-hmm. but, yeah but i feel like that wouldn't be right that obvious that it would be in a pg-13 like i, I was expecting gets- something like you know 
at least one F word or like, like some nudity my or something like Tommy that. Tommy again. And then he like shoots at people and then he sticks the mufflers up the guy's butts. Yeah, there's <laughs> a muffler butt action. Um, well, I think the tone of it too. We're going to get a proctologist. The best Trust of me. the best. I think the tone of it is is kind of adult. This is not a kid's movie. No, yeah. but kids watched it. They made toys of it. Right. I feel like I got a toy of it in a Happy Meal. They made a cartoon of it on Saturday mornings. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah, there I, hasn't been like, there hasn't really been cursing. No. There hasn't really been, there's been like a couple adult jokes, but I feel like when I was a kid, I wouldn't have gotten them. I like a, I wouldn't have known what a condom was. I have right. a question right now. Yeah. Do they still put toys in Happy Meals? Yes. yes. They do? Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Why are you so surprised by this? It's been a thing that's always been the case. What toys do they put? Like trolls and stuff? I don't know. Stuff stuff from movies? I'm going to ask my kids, what toys do they have at McDonald's right now? Just go to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal and figure it out. I don't want that. All you eat from McDonald's is a cheeseburger and a tiny bit of your fries anyway. When When I was a kid, like they used to have the case with all the toys that you could get. Uh huh. But I haven't seen that. Never. Did they have a mask toy that you got? I'm trying I feel like they did. I feel like they did. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, any other thoughts before we get back to watching this movie? I mean, to say one more thing about it being PG-13 versus PG. Like, for example, that shot where um, the gangster thing happened, right? Like where you went to go see the boss. Yeah. Like that's that's from like an adult movie. Yeah, where he gets him down and he hits him with the golf club and threatens him. Like, there's nothing PG about that scene. Yeah. So, I don't know. It. I mean, it's it's threatening and it yeah. feels like an adult movie. It just they don't have a lot of the stuff that I expect we, in a PG-13 movie. We also haven't seen the climax of the movie yet. Yeah, and there might be boobs. It, mm, but I know, like, we <laughs> haven't met Clint Eastwood version mask, it's and true. he was in the trailer. With a ton of guns. Yeah. So, just I'm, saying. I'm already excited about watching the sequel, Son of the Mask. Ew. I'm already, I'm already exhausted of these sets. Like, there's three sets. There's his apartment. There's the Coco Cabana Club or whatever. Bank. And there's the bank. Yeah. It's like, let's go somewhere new, guys. Mm-hmm. Mix it up a little bit. That bridge looked really nice. I wish they would have been yeah. on the bridge a little longer. Yeah. And they went to the auto repair shop. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like it... 80% of the movie so far has been one of those three sets. Mm-hmm, that's true. It's kind of getting, it's kind of a little they exhausting. They only had so much money to spend. Yeah. It was a smallish oh, budget. We forgot to mention Aaron had a big point about the, the muggers on the street. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> so at one point when he first becomes the mask, like he's walking on the road and all these guys are like coming out, like they're going to mug him. They're like, hey, pal. And they're like, trying. like, what's the time? Yeah, they're, they're basically going to mug him. They're all like surrounding him. No one, no criminal in their right mind would see a man with a green face strolling in the manner that he was strolling. Wearing, in like a leisure suit. Yeah, like, and, <laughs> yeah, like a smoking jacket yeah. and like whatever. What are those shoes like with the. It had like the leather flap over the top and like buttons up the side, like shiny tips. Right. Um, like 
He's clearly insane. And I think like the general street rule is you don't mess with crazy. It's true. But I think they were just drawn to him because like even after like, he drew him in the, the alleyway yeah. and he's doing these balloon things. They're just like, oh, yeah. But like what? clearly they were going to mug him. That's why he was like, and now I've got a Tommy gun. And he's like, shoot, shoot, shoot. There was also one really weird scene when he was in the hotel and the the club and like he had just gotten shot and he was doing all these different impressions from different movies and then he like gets an award and like this audience pops up from the bottom and he's like giving his award speech and the guy the bad guy is like looking at the audience and like straightening his hair and stuff (laughs) and he goes right to pulling a gun on him it's like where's where's the line here like where's what like where's this fourth wall like what is he aware of i did think that part was funny because he made a funny face when he did it It it's almost like anime mask like Mm -hmm. his eyes got really big and he was doing was it sally field who did that you like me you really like me yeah and right after that he was like the cowboy doing that whole little stick which was kind of funny i mean he jim carrey is perfect for this part no one else could do it no yeah and that there's no like they should never remake this movie or anything like they're never going to top what is Jim Carrey doing the mask. Right. But again, it's still not super pulling me in. We'll see. We'll get back to watching the movie and uh, we'll let you know how we feel when it's done. Bye bye. 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 Hi, this is Dustin. And Brianna. We're a couple who love all things Disney. We decided to sit down twice a month to discuss and analyze a variety of Disney films and topics with a grown-up's perspective and an adult sense of humor. Dishing Disney will give film reviews with the memories of a child filtered through an adult frame of mind. We've noticed some things about our beloved Disney movies that we didn't pick up on as kids, and now we want to talk about them. Plus, we'll do a bonus top five episode every month where we make our ultimate lineups regarding the topic of the day. So wish upon a star, give a little whistle, and be a part of our world as we explore the wonderful world of Disney together. This is Dishing Disney. Dokey, we are finished with the mask. Uh, the movie's all over. It felt like it lasted forever. That is my opinion somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it was a little long that second half. Yeah. What did you think, Aaron? I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't like. I mean, what happened in the second half? We stopped on when. We thought she was trying to lure Stanley to like get caught by the mob. Turns out she was just like actually interested in meeting the mask guy. Um, the reporter. Well, they go to the park first and then they're like, he turns into the Frenchman. Uh, oh, no, he goes to see Ben Stein. That's right. No. And Ben Stein tells him it could be Loki trapped inside of his mask. No, he says it's Nordic and then it's Loki like a, a visage of Loki. And then 
Stanley's like, so he's trapped in here. And he's like, do you need me to call a mental hospital for you? I I know you feel a certain way, Jay, about Ben Stein, but I thought he was (laughs) excellent in this movie. Yeah, he was fine. (laughs) So I don't know why I thought this mask was African. Neither do I. At all. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> we had, uh, the, at the park, he's uh, all dressed as a Frenchman and trying to seduce her and she gets freaked out and then the cops come and then he, this was probably my favorite part of the movie was the, the cha-cha song with the, mm-hmm. with all the cops. <laughs> well, that was like a complete number and like, yeah. Uh, boom, chicky, boom, yeah. boom, chicky, boom. Yeah. Coco, Coca Cabana. It wasn't that song. It wasn't that one. No. Were but you awake for that part? Yeah. But it was hilarious. Like the cops were getting involved. And yeah. Doyle was like, oh yeah, that's a good move. And you know, Jim Carrey had some pretty some pretty tight dance moves. Right. He knows how to he knows how to rock the body. Yeah. <laughs> um and then the cops try to arrest him. Um and then God, I don't even remember what the hell happened. Now. <laughs> he escaped because he was dancing and they were all dancing. And then he went to the reporter. Um, she was like, get in the car, Stanley. And then she drove him to like the mob boss. And then the mob boss was like, tell me where the money is or tell me how the mask works. They figured out that the mask was a thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, just put it on. And then the mob boss puts it on and he's evil and they find all the money. He tells them where the money is gets locked in jail and the dog rescues him. Yeah. This was right before he fell asleep. Like all this stuff that happened was pretty interesting. But then like once they get to the mob, like once they go back to the club, it's like the longest time like of just being in that club and nothing new happening other than everyone shooting at each other. Yeah. There were two cool little moments. Uh, So Stanley was about to take a shit. Mm-hmm. When the dog helped, he was putting like paper around oh, yeah. the little thing. That was a nice moment. And he then, was putting it on the front, and so he was gonna like go like reverse onto the toilet. Also, <laughs> yeah. in the middle of that dance number, the mask like grabs a woman, yeah, who is like a Puritan woman. Like she's oh, dressed, he just like, smooches her right on the lips. Yeah, but she's dressed as a Puritan woman, <laughs> and I was like, why is she there? Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> why not? Um, and the other kind of funny little detail was like, it was like the war orphans fund. Oh yeah. <laughs> this big event at the the club is for, uh, they're like, it's the charity, something or something. And then they put all this money in this big piggy bank and it just says war orphans fund. <laughs> I guess, you know, I guess there are orphans from war when sure. both of their parents go and fight or like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you not seen Grave of the Fireflies? I have not. It's about war orphans. I think you've I think you've made me watch part of it. It's pretty sad. Anyway. In the nineties, what war orphans were there? Those? Uh the Gulf War. I guess. Maybe. Um, so the climax happens forever. Yeah. In that in that club. That's when I fell asleep. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was so long. Like, I know we talk about pacing a lot. 
Um, but it just like the rest of the movie was pretty good. And I, you know, mostly enjoyed it kind of, as I was saying before, I didn't feel like the stakes were necessarily high enough for me to be super involved with it mm-hmm. because it was just like, there's this nice guy. Is he going to keep being a nice guy? Yeah. But, um, but I mean like the, it was enjoyable and it was funny, mm-hmm. but then that, that ending scene was so long. I woke up and the dog had the mask on. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the things that happened. That dog was pretty extra when you say, Aaron. I don't know. <laughs> I just saw him growl and I was like, I guess that's what a dog would do. Yeah. The the dog part was like my line. That was where I was just like, all right, this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This should be a sequel. Why is this yeah. in the, the original? Um the the thing that bothered me at the very end when he was like uh, she the way that she tricked him into taking off the mask yeah was like i need you or give me one last kiss yeah he's like oh there's always time for one last kiss what is that one last kiss <laughs> is that referencing something no. or... <laughs> it was really weird i didn't care for that he was like so like so Awkward. I was like, "There's always time." And he couldn't hold himself back. And then he tried. He tried to kiss her with that that snake tongue. <laughs> she was like, "No." <laughs> um, I was right about the dog. By the way, huh? that dog had enormous balls. <laughs> Aaron, did you get to see him the second half? Yep. I didn't like it. <laughs> Fix your animals. Yeah. What's going on here? Stanley. I mean, that's like a Hollywood dog. That thing's being bred, right? Oh, well, he's trained. Very well trained. Hollywood dog. (laughs) He can like look and he has expressions of exactly what you want. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure they took a ton of takes of it, but to quote that cop, that's a pretty smart dog. Sure. Filmmaking wise, this was pretty and pretty fine. I mean, like there were a lot of uh, what Zoom the vertigo lights. shots mm-hmm. that were the, the slow mo was kind of yeah. I don't like when people use slow mo and they they shoot it at a regular frame rate and slow it down. So it's all choppy as hell. Yeah, and there was one part where the dog was jumping where they did that, and then they went back to real time with the same shot. So it was just like. Chop, 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 chop. And now we're back to normal. Like, it was really awkward. I say I just don't like slow-mo? Unless it's something like, hmm, like Chariots of Fire, unless it's something like that, where it's like, I don't like slow-mo, though. I don't like it. I haven't liked it in any of it. I think I I have a preference towards regular sped. I mean, I I I like Wes Anderson. I'm a big slow-mo fan. I mean, the thing I don't (laughs) like is sped up. I'm I'm yeah. not a fan of that. Not a fan of sped like, up. There are so many things that you can do to make the movie climactic without slow mowing it. Star Wars doesn't use slow mo. Lord of the Rings doesn't use slow mo. Oh, Lord of the Rings hella uses slow mo. When do they use slow mo? There's slow-mo. tons of slow mo, and all Tell those like when. reactions of Frodo, where he's just like, <sighs> that's not slow mo. Yeah, they use slow mo cameras for that. You just like it's. I'm just, talking about when the ring goes. You're into talking about Mount like Doom. action, like slow mo action. Yeah, like when the ring goes into Mount Doom, it's the climax of the story. They're not like cheating and doing like a slow mo of it falling, like 
it just falls. Wasn't the last 40 minutes of Return of the Kingdom hopping on a bed in slow motion? Yeah. With Gandalf yeah. laughing and looking at him? Isn't that was like <laughs> 10 seconds? And it that was wasn't like the climax of minutes. the movie, is my point. <laughs> they didn't use it in the climax of this movie either. It's just the climax was 10 minutes long. <laughs> but yeah. They just used it all the time. Yeah. It was only really two points. It was when Cameron Diaz was walking into the bank and it was when the dog jumped up. Yeah. And the dog one was the egregious one. Yeah. I think you're just thinking of rookie of the year still. Like where rookie of the year used it <laughs> all flashbacks. the time. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but listen, slow-mo can be used very tastefully. No. Um, Avoid. All right. So I going back to the PG-13 thing, I... I don't think that this would be rated PG-13 if it came out today. Mm, it's definitely not a PG movie. It's like a PG-10. Let me put it... Yeah. <laughs> put it in reference. Zootopia is a PG movie. Yeah. Zootopia. Yeah. This is not... Well, okay. So let me correct that. I feel like if it was made today, there would be more stuff in it that would have made it PG-13. If that makes sense. They just didn't properly, I don't know. It's just like a weird thing. It falls in between like normally movies like this don't do well because they can't capture the audience that they want. Right. I mean, there's guns, there's smoking, there's cleavage. It's a murder constantly. I I think it's closer to a PG, but it just can't be a PG. Yeah. Like the detective's like, I'm going to blow your brains out. That's not PG. But I don't think you actually see anyone like get shot or, or like die. Right. No, it's all very cartoonish. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's still, it's just strange to me. Like with PG 13 movies now, the way they are, it just felt very, very tame. Mm-hmm. But this movie might've been better. It feels like a hard R these yeah, days. that would have been honestly. It probably yeah, honestly, I probably would have enjoyed it more. <laughs> Can you imagine like like this would be like Deadpool? Yeah, like if it was like a <laughs> yeah, I I want to see that. I changed my mind when I said don't remake the mask. I changed my mind. I would see a hard hour version of the mask. The world wasn't ready. No, but we're ready now. Yeah, yeah. It Donald Trump is president. Make- we're ready. Ew, it took them forever to make Deadpool because. They were like, no, 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 no. We're not doing that one. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so what do you guys think? Does this hold up? Meh. I think I think I repeat myself. I I, it's it could have been so much worse, and it Mm -hmm. wasn't. So I think it holds up. Fair. I don't know if that, I don't know what that means. Like my expectations coming into this. I just thought it could have been a little better. It was like cheesy, but it wasn't like the worst. I don't know. Well, I thought the villain too was, I mean, until he put on that stupid mask. Yeah. Like he was, he was a good actor yeah. in this. Yeah. I think once he put on the mask, that kind of, that kind of ruined the movie for me. <laughs> right. And I know like it has to happen. Like there's not a way they could have avoided him wearing the mask, but they it could just, have just made him less less when you put it on you know well in the in the moment he puts it on for the first time it's a weird moment because they're about to kill jim carrey yeah like in a very horrific way he puts it on he's like no he's we got to turn him into the police yeah after everything else has been like accentuated yeah it's weird 
Yeah, I um, get it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's so many iconic parts of this movie, like things that are ingrained in our pop culture now. Like, I mean, even just him saying like smoking, right? Like somebody stop me. Right. Like, I feel like there's just so much that's part of our current, like it's, it's part of the zeitgeist that I think it's hard to say, like, it doesn't hold up. Will I watch it again? I don't know. Maybe in another 20 years, but (laughs) not probably not anytime soon. Yeah. This is a every 20 year kind of movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right when you forgot how how boring the ending was you're like remember the mask we should watch the mask again <laughs> never again i don't know i mean there Is were it- there were funny there were parts where we were genuinely genuinely like laughing and and having fun did i laugh at it you, you, you loved the chuckles. dog aaron i liked the dog just the the dog is it better than cable guy that's the that's other film that we've question. seen on the on the podcast. That's the other Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think I liked the Cable Guy better. Yeah, they're both kind of I don't know. They're both pretty extreme and and surreal. But that one made more sense at least. Weirdly, I think, I think Matthew Broderick brought that one up to a little bit higher level. Than yeah, and I think it flowed better. I think like the the story pacing was a little bit better in the Cable Guy. There's just random, less randomness. That wasn't that. That was just lazy. Like, oh, let's have a boat drop some pipes on the scuba diver. That's how the ma- that. <laughs> mask gets released into the world. Accidents happen, Aaron. Wow. First impression on this movie really did it. For yeah, me. it did. <laughs> just set the tone. Oh my gosh! All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening, uh, and thank you if you're one of our new listeners. We love. Having you guys uh, so much. We've been getting a lot of new subscribers lately, so that's really exciting. And uh, we'll see you next week. While you wait, you can follow us on Twitter. You can go to our website. Check out our Tee Public store. If you haven't noticed from the past two weeks, Aaron falls asleep when we watch these movies all the time. And you can actually get a shirt that has all of us with Aaron asleep on it. So While we're watching the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so check us out on Tee Public. You can find the link for that at thevcrkids.com uh, I'm Jay Aaron and Richard we'll see you next week bye bye Shoulder. Cat. Radio. Ah! Dot com.